Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. Elon Musk is saying that he's on track to close the deal on Twitter coming up by this Friday. Apparently, it's a court-appointed deadline uh, where, look, okay, you know, Elon, you got until Friday to, to finish this deal, close it out, or we're going back to court. So he pr- presumably wants to avoid going back to court. So apparently insiders are saying that Elon Musk will close the deal on Twitter by Friday. And I presume that means, you know, I don't know a whole lot about, you know, international level corporate takeovers. But I presume that once that deal is closed, Elon Musk is then the CEO of the then privately owned Twitter, right? Isn't it the case that in order to buy Twitter, he has to make a stock purchase from all of the stockholders, essentially. He's not getting like a 51% share in voting rights. He's buying this thing out. Every single piece of stock will then be his, and he can then take the company private and take it off of uh, the uh, the stock exchange, correct? As I understand it, that's the case. And I I don't know if I really trust Elon. I don't have to trust Elon Musk with it because I'm mm-hmm. on a number of social media platforms. I don't trust Mark Zuckerberg and Meta either. However, I'm I'm not convinced that Elon Musk is the hero of free speech that people want him to be. I suspect he will disappoint in that area. I think he is going to get a lot of, uh, you know, there's going to be a big cheering squad for him. It's going to look good for a little while. And then you'll probably start to see all the ways that Elon is also restricting people's uh, speech and mm-hmm. there's certain things that they're going to say they have to do right like under whatever government laws they have to restrict x y and z whether it be threatening posts or you know whatever other things that they believe well that that's the how law it starts well, well right so um yeah i agree with you i don't have great hopes for this but i do enjoy watching the reing go on about it there's so true. many people who are losing their minds so many people who you might describe as you know hard leftist status are losing their minds including the employees of twitter well we knew that was going to happen it's a leftist cesspool of communists and you know lgbtq people with mental illnesses it really is i mean you're not exaggerating at all here and the reason you know that we know this is Information has come out uh, over the last several months since Elon had expressed the interest in buying uh, Twitter, where they looked at the you know the question is does this company make money? According to Time Magazine, uh, in an exclusive, they say employees at Twitter have circulated an open letter protesting Elon Musk's plan to fire as much as seventy five percent of the company's I workforce. I love it. Well, they're not making money, and that's seventy five percent of the reason they're not making yeah, money. That's right, because paying for employees is the number one expense of any business. It's not rent. It's not property taxes. It's the employees. And don't some of these people have, I, I don't remember the job titles now, but they have just ridiculously social justice jobs. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Where they and, don't actually do anything, no, they just perpetually are offended. So, uh, according to the story here, the deadline for him to complete the acquisition of the $44 billion purchase is looming. Musk has to complete it by Friday or face the resumption of the lawsuit in Delaware court, which, again, that lawsuit was Twitter suing Trump, or Trump, Musk. Twitter was suing Musk for 
trying to back out of the deal. Twitter was saying, look, you made the offer. We first didn't want it, but then we did want it, and now we really want it. So you have to have to finish this deal. Elon Musk told prospective funders of the acquisition that he planned to replace or eradicate the jobs of nearly 75% of Twitter's staff, reducing headcount from just 75 from 7500 to just 2000, according to the Washington Post. Musk has previously claimed the social media company is bloated and has also said its workforce has a strong left-wing bias. I agree with that entirely. If you told me that Twitter had 2000 employees, I would have said that's way too, too many. Much. But they have 7,500 employees? What do they do? Good Lord. What do they do all day? Yeah, I think 75% is not enough. I think he should go for a cool 90%. 90%, Yeah, Yeah, a few hundred to do the IT admin stuff, a Mm -hmm. a few more to do the programming. What what else do you need? These are some customer service. I mean, if you actually were selling advertising, you'd need some salespeople. Yeah, but nothing that would come anywhere near 2,000 people. Time reviewed a draft of the open letter circulating among Twitter employees on Monday. Quote, Elon Musk's plan to lay off 75% of Twitter workers will hurt Twitter's ability to serve the public conversation, said the draft of the letter, which had not yet been published. Quote, a threat of this magnitude is reckless, (laughs) undermines... Well, 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 well acted, first of all. But, I mean, a threat. Dude. Are you sure that you're, you're just too calm right now? That's, is this a threat? I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think you've gotten it. I think someone should, you should be red faced with tears rolling down. <laughs> slamming your yeah. keyboard. I'm thinking all of his backers are going to want to have some part, some say. Get a piece of the action. Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. The people that are funding it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure if it was me, I would take the I would sit. Whatever backroom dealing was going on, mm-hmm. I would sit down with those guys and I'd be like, "All right, look, you know, let's start our own board. You're the new board. Let's get okay. rid of the, let's get rid of these old guys. Yeah, They're just fire up, just fire them outright, and uh, we'll we'll decide what we need to do. I don't know if I necessarily would agree. Like, if I was rich and I was one of these Elon Musk backers, I would understand that I was investing in Elon Musk with the possibility that Musk was going to do what Elon Musk does and that my interference with that would probably cause the company to lose money rather than help it gain money. Well, nothing's worse than taking a you know visionary company and then putting it in the hands of a board of directors. You take it away from the founder, away from the creator, and you put it in a board's hands and it, they screw things up. So that said, though, Conan, we'll see how this all plays out. Well, I'm, out. I'm not, I'm not defending Musk. If it, if I could buy it outright, mm-hmm. I would buy it outright, and I would do whatever the hell I wanted to do. But but I, he needed but he, help. He needed help. Yeah. He's got backers, and I'm sure that they're going to want to make sure that even if they make bad decisions, mm-hmm. that they're a part of those bad decisions. You're probably and, right. Um, and I don't think Musk has any say. Uh, I suspect he's got a lot of say. My guess is he was the majority of the money in this deal. Well, then, then that case is his seat should be weighted in yes, his favor. That's true. If there are going to be you know a, a new board making decisions and whatnot, a I lot think- of people. If you there was a uh, in this Twitter case that was going to go to court, but now is not going to, presuming he closes the deal by Friday. He had to turn over his text messages. Do you remember that from? Uh, from I never a few read weeks through ago? any of them. Some some people tell me that they were embarrassing. Yeah. Some of the comp- so that he was having conversations with the old guy, the old uh, CEO. I didn't read a lot of it, but I did read an article that talked a little bit about it, and he did have uh, some interesting discussions with Jack, the former CEO of Twitter, about having like a decentralized Twitter competitor and what Jack was saying should, Twitter should have been like mm-hmm. he was disappointed with the centralized direction that it that it was going and uh, and he had this vision for it but never got to you know implement that 
So, but what was interesting was they were reporting that a lot of the people that were talking to Elon Musk are just these sycophant types, the ones that essentially, you know, they look to Musk as the, this great man, right? Like he's the, the richest, saber, he's the the richest man. He does seem to come up with a lot of neat ideas. Yeah, I mean, if they, even if his, uh, his, his truck isn't, the windows aren't shatterproof like yeah. he th- thought that they were. Uh, he comes up with a lot of new ideas. He's got a flamethrower too, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. But coming up with ideas isn't enough. You, you've got to be able to take that idea well, and turn it into real. something useful to people. And, I mean, yeah, I get it. He's got products, right? Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have richest man in the world level of products out there. Compare him to like Amazon, where every single one of us has bought something from Amazon. True. Who's bought from Tesla? Yeah. Not me. Not well, me. Uh, at, no, you got uh, Starlink, right? That's true. You do have Starlink. Oh, good point. That was SpaceX. There you go. Okay, so one out of three of us. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, you're know, you unusual for having purchased Starlink. I don't know. Maybe it, I'm not as unusual these days. It seems to have a lot of buzz around it. There's a lot of people talking about that product. Because it's a, it's a decent product. I mean, you have to put a few hundred bucks up front to get the equipment, so that's going to stop a lot of people, I think, from doing it. Normally, like if you call the cable company and you order internet, they'll usually go ahead and, and install it without an install fee in a lot of, in a lot of that's cases. That's just because they don't charge you up front for the equipment, though. They, they true. Ju- they, they, it's not even your equipment. They just loan it to you. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's Starlink true. is your equipment, isn't it? Yeah, but it doesn't do you any good if you're not using their service. But it's still yours, right? <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's a brick, though, if you're not paying for, for the Absolutely. service. But, I mean, there's a certain value to be had in something actually belonging to you. If you wanted to, yeah. you could take a two-by-four to it, and that, that yeah, would be could. the end of it. It's yours. Yeah, I think these yes-men you're talking about, Ian, are, you know, they just got too much money. Yeah, it's like, it. what are they going to do with it? Uh, well, it we we might as well invest over here and over here and over here. And yeah. Elon's this guy smart. Has, this guy has neat ideas, and you know he's he seems to have a good track record. Let's, on the, just, let's throw him some money. On the other hand, the Twitter staff doesn't know anything about making money, and so they are complaining already about potentially losing their job. So I've got the actual text of what was apparently a draft version. So apparently this leaked out to the media, whether this is going to be how the final letter reads. It'll probably be close. Anyway, so here's what it says. We, the undersigned, this is to staff Elon Musk and the board of directors. We, the undersigned Twitter workers, believe the public conversation is in jeopardy. Elon Musk's plan to lay off 75% of Twitter workers will hurt Twitter's ability to serve the public conversation. Twitter is currently hiring. Probably not a good time to <laughs> to look into this, okay. but uh, uh, currently 113 openings. Uh, things like... Um, uh, director, software engineering. Okay, that makes okay, sense. That's good. That. Uh, director, Twitter service ops. Okay. Um, Don't know about that one. Customer service. Senior manager, software engineer. All right, these are all good. Seems uh, unwe- Seems like they would probably have someone who should be promoted into those positions rather than hired from hired. outside. Oh, this, but... one, this one's more like what we're talking about. Senior machine learning engineer, account integrity, harmful group activity. Mm. Oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Here's one you'll like. It's a new... It's a new that's p- a busybody. Or is that one? Oh, it's a new program that they're working on. Staff machine learning engineer of Birdwatch. And when I click, I don't know what the hell that means. Birdwatch is a new program. Uh, Bird, of course, is the logo of the Twitter, so it probably has something to do with Twitter. I always forget that Twitter's logo is a bird for some reason. It just doesn't. I think of it as the T for some reason. Twitter is seeking a staff. Backend software engineer, machine learning for Birdwatch, our pilot program in a new crowdsource participatory approach to reducing misleading information. Ah, Birdwatch's pushes the state of pushes the state of the art in approaching misleading information on the internet, and we employ deeply experimental, fast moving, and 
uh, iterative approach to finding product solutions that work for the so customers. This is an entire division that Elon Musk should just eliminate I entirely. Think, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Stay for the purpose or come for the purpose, stay for the people. That's the actual... This is their front page. Life's wow. not about a job. It's about, it's about purpose. We believe real change starts with conversation. Here, your voice matters. Come as you are, and together we'll do what's right, not what's easy, to serve public conversation. <laughs> I mean, you hear that and you go, yep, this is a hard life company. I don't want to work there. I wouldn't apply to this company. So they're now complaining because they might lose their job. 75% of Twitter workers may be fired when Elon Musk takes over. And they're calling it a threat. They're saying it's a transparent act of worker intimidation. This is from an open letter that Time Magazine published. Um, we continue with the, the letter here. It says, Twitter has significant effects on societies and communities across the globe. As we speak, Twitter is helping to uplift independent journalism in Ukraine and Iran, as well as powering social movements around the world. A threat- Why not Twitter? Why not Russia? Isn't it, isn't it allowed in Russia? I, I don't know. That's a great question. Uh, A threat to workers at Twitter is a threat to Twitter's future. These threats have an impact on us as workers and demonstrate a fundamental disconnect with the realities of operating Twitter. They threaten our livelihoods, access to essential health care, and the ability for visa holders to stay in the country they work in. Sarah's the perfect type of person for Twitter to hire. She doesn't do anything. She doesn't produce anything. She doesn't have anything productive to do. She just wants a paycheck. And so do a lot of these Twitter employees. And somehow, by some miracle, they managed to find a company that would allow them to do exactly that and just collect a paycheck. I think the uh, the uh, sense of entitlement is a, a, a very important uh, characteristic you must have in order to work at this place. Yes, and absolutely. And they're, they're, they're freaking out because their entitlement is being taken away. Right. They thought they had a guaranteed easy ticket, you know, for the rest of their career working at Twitter. And now somebody's going to come in who actually probably knows how to run a company, has some real big ideas for Twitter. He's He was talking about this app that he's had in, in mind for some time uh, called X, the everything app, whatever that means. Uh, Elon owns the the URL x.com. Mm-hmm. If you ever go to x.com, it's literally just the letter X. Just a text. It sounds like Elon. Letter X, yeah. <laughs> x.com. That's all that's on the page. But he has something that he wants to do, and apparently Twitter is part of whatever this larger vision of the quote-unquote everything app is going to be. So they don't like this. They They are seeing change on the horizon. And people in general don't like change, right? That's one of the reasons why the libertarians have a tough time getting any kind of traction because the idea of not having the state, the idea of getting the government out of people's lives is in a lot of cases a very scary prospect for people. Well, what about my social security? I mean, Heath Ledger said it best when he was playing the joke. I don't remember exactly how he phrased it, but it's like people accept the status quo no matter how horrible it is because they're just afraid. that afraid of change. Exactly. So same thing's true on the smaller level. That the Twitter employees are afraid of what's going to happen. Not just that they might lose their job, but that somebody's going to come in who's going to ask them to work if they keep their jobs. And they don't want that either. So uh, they go on. We, the workers at Twitter, will not be intimidated. No, you'll be fired. <laughs> we re- recommit to supporting the communities, organizations, and businesses who rely on Twitter. We will not stop serving the public conversation. 
We call on Twitter management and Elon Musk to cease these negligent layoff threats. As workers, we deserve concrete commitments so we can continue to preserve the integrity of our platform. We demand of current and future leadership, and then they have a four-point set of demands that I will share with you here. That's generally not how this works. You don't really make demands of your employers. It would be really entertaining to see something happen at Twitter, kind of like happen in office space where they bring in the consultant and he... Uh, <laughs> I'm ready. What is this? Uh, what is this, Wednesday? The Bob's. This is Tuesday. So I'm, I'm, I'm already prepared for people gluing themselves to things <laughs> all the way up until Friday. And maybe even every, all of them on Friday, all glued mm, to their desks. Could be. And, uh, and with no bedpans to poop in or but pee in. It, it would be entertaining as hell to have you know the office space consultant come in and have every staff member So what come do in. you do yeah. for the company? <laughs> just explain to me. Justify. What, what, justify your position. What do you job. do for the company? Yeah. So anyways, he's, he's talking about this. He wants, a, he wants a super app or an everything app, which he's, he's designated as X. Whatever that means. And basically he wants it to be like China's WeChat. Well, that's not what that's anybody bad. here wants. Well, Somebody let's, wants let's it. explain. Well, yeah, I'm control not, freaks like yeah. Elon Musk and government. And he wants everyone uh, uh, signed in so that you can verify that you are a real person and not a mm-hmm. bot. Uh, and, uh, and basically he'll have that database. Like a social credit score, he's going to have that too? Sounds like it. If if he is in such favor of what the, how the Chinese are handling their business, mm-hmm. then yeah, that's coming next. Mm. So uh, if you're in China, we kind of live, or you you kind of live on WeChat. Musk said it does everything. It's sort of like Twitter plus PayPal plus a whole bunch of things all rolled into one with a great interface. Yes, it's a really. Then- it's a really an excellent app, and we don't have anything like that outside of China. That there's a reason for that, and it's because it's a control mechanism. If you if you make the government Chinese government unhappy, they just shut down your WeChat account, and then you can't make purchases. You can't, you can't get on the plane. You can't get on the train. You can't go. You can't buy anything at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a reason that doesn't exist anywhere outside of the totalitarian hellscape that is China. Yeah, Elon Musk. Idiot. Well, this I'm I'm sure there are plenty of people in this country who will jump right on board this, especially yeah, the ones the people uh, all he's the ones firing. Exactly. <laughs> so maybe he should keep them on. The super app he continues should serve as a digital town square that lets users leave comments and post videos. Uh, da, 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 da. Once the platform has had a high level of trust among the public, Musk said, then payments, whether in crypto, it's crypto or fiat, can make a lot of sense. So he wants basically a PayPal. A, a Twitter PayPal machine. Well, already Twitter has some form of Bitcoin integration, as I understand it. I don't know if it's the Lightning Network or whatever. Yeah, I'm, but is I'm anyone using from, it? I don't know. That's a good question. I, under my bail conditions, I'm prohibited from using crypto, so I've never really looked into it. But I've seen the headlines. I've seen people talking about it. So there's already some sort of payments aspect to, to Twitter that may be just kind of getting yep. started. They want respect. We mm. demand leadership to respect the platform and the workers who maintain it by committing to preserving the current headcount. Well, that would be stupid. No one who's sane would come <laughs> into this company and preserve the current headcount. Whether you're going to slash 50%, 20%, or 75%, you've got to cut this thing, this bloated beast, down to size if you ever want it to make money. Look, these people don't understand business exists to make money if you're not making money as a business you're you either are failing or you're in the initial you know getting started phase right like whenever you start a business you can't expect to make money generally within the first year 
Well, you and work it, for the government. It, well, that's not yeah, that's not business, right? So you you don't expect to make any money when you start a new business for some number of years. Might be two or three years before you you turn your first profits. That's why you have investors and you you know you plan to work it yourself as a business owner. You're there, you know, fifty hours a week or sixty hours a week, just trying to make ends meet, and and then hopefully it catches on. These people are they're, they're just workers. They have no idea what it takes to actually run a business. By the way, I I and I agree with that. You know, all workers should should get a little respect but that doesn't as, mean as long as they are job. yeah i mean that's i mean i don't know that this is a demand that any worker should make of his job or his boss but i think it's kind of un- unsaid you know that everyone respect each other well i agree but with actually that. but but, but to say but to say earned. but to say yeah and it's earned but and to say it have to say it out loud there's where the problem is. But could it even be said that I respect my employer and my boss and the company if I contribute nothing to the indeed progress of the company? That's not respect. That's exploitation. That's taking advantage. Absolutely. The next demand on their list of four, safety. We demand <laughs> safe, safe space. that leadership does not discriminate against workers on the basis of their race, gender, disability, sexual orientation, or political beliefs. We also demand safety for workers on visas who will be forced to leave the country if the, they work in if they are laid off. Now, I, that's actually one that I do. Uh, I understand the concern. Uh, that's got to suck, right? Like yeah. if you're over here working on a visa and you lose the job, I don't know how long you get. I don't know if you have to just pack up you know the next week and leave or do you get a do you get a grace period where you can try to find another job in the u.s that's a question i I don't have the answer to if you've uh been one of these visa workers and you can explain that to us i'd appreciate knowing about it the last guy i talked to who's been here in the states for a good couple of years went to he went to antioch here school Mm -hmm. he's he's graduated and now he's trying to stay and actually bring his family over with him he can't find any job he says his only outlet is an ngo Conan, you wanted to talk about this metaverse thing, and as did you, Aria. You actually brought the story in, but Conan thought it was so uh, such a must talk about. I definitely wanted to get into it here tonight because we haven't covered the metaverse in a in a little while. Yeah, because where is it? What's it, what's going on? I haven't heard anything about it. I was plastered with uh, inundated with uh, you know ads wanting me to get in there and do whatever. Horizon. Well, the people who tried it out were like, "Oh, this sucks." This from the American Prospect. Or you might get raped. In the metaverse. <laughs> they, they, they talk about that in here. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. When, when Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Zuckerberg announced that the company would be rebranding under the moniker Meta, the public yeah. and the media were quick to point out the barely concealed attempt to detach the company from a slew of bad press, from Cambridge Analytica to the Facebook papers. Zuckerberg's brand needed a new name and a new public perception. Couple this with the fact that Facebook was actually losing daily active users for the first time, and the name change made sense. Yeah, I don't think it had anything to do with Facebook's bad reputation or anything like that. I think it's just that a lot of younger people aren't even on Facebook. Uh, people are using Facebook less and less. Yeah, they're using TikTok and Instagram and the whole nine. And, I, they I, didn't change the name of Facebook. No, it's they still didn't. Facebook. Yeah, they they created a possibility for the company that owns Facebook to get into other avenues without it being tied to the Facebook name. And I think that was a good thing. Hmm. It makes sense. Yeah, I think going with meta and trying to pivot towards these, this metaverse concept was a bad move. But And I think history will show that. But they had to do something. And I don't think this is going to work, but they, they did have to do something. Yeah. Well, I mean, MySpace was a thing. It didn't last. It didn't survive. It's but still I mean, there. I, but I remember that I was I was on it. I was an active user I was back too. back in the day, twenty years ago. 
So I mean, someone so some, I, yeah. someone has to 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 you know the trail. The, there needs to be a trailblazer. Suddenly, we, 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 we need the Elon Musk's out there to. To have these wacky ideas and to try things and, and just throw money at the wall and see what sticks. Well, the thing is, usually the trailblazer isn't the person you know, right? Like Elon Musk may have already blazed that trail. That's why he's you know the rich, richest man in the, the world. Right. F- Facebook, Meta, or whatever, they're not bringing any real new crazy ideas to the table. This whole Meta concept or Metaverse concept has already been around for 20 years. We've already had virtual worlds. This is not anything new. The only thing new is the headset technology. Mm-hmm. That's that's what didn't exist 20 years ago. And that's not even ago. that new. It, it existed. It was just a much more inferior version it of was- it almost unusably bulky and, oh absolutely yeah, but yeah. it did exist like the virtual boy did exist in the late 90s and it was and garbage that, yes yeah. but that was more than two decades ago in fact sure. and it was absolutely terrible no doubt yeah. and then you know vr came out sometime after that uh, the original rounds of the oculus came out more than a decade ago at this point yeah i think was okay close to a decade ago that, where, that range did either of you ever watch futurama no. Well, the way they got online there was they put on these these VR headsets and mm-hmm. these VR suits, and they, they literally walked around in these digital mall type of things in order to do their online shopping. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting. That, that That's what Meta wants to create for people. Maybe maybe he's a fan of Futurama. It could be, but like, it, it, it wasn't a good idea in Futurama, and they showed what a major problem it really was. Interesting. Well, we early on when we first started hearing about this metaverse thing within the last couple of years, we saw the story about Walmart that had an online <laughs> metaverse Walmart that you put your headset on and you go, quote-unquote, shopping in this virtual Walmart, and it looked just terrible. It and it offered just... nothing that you didn't get from just going to Walmart.com. <laughs> you know, maybe if it was the, the gun the gun scene in the matrix that type of shopping experience uh-huh. but i mean just walking what do you do just walking down empty walking down really empty. uninteresting you know virtual reality aisles and trying to pick items off a shelf i mean it's just see they need to awkward. reward you with points for successfully picking things up and tossing them into your basket or you start doing that and have this online ranking board of people who are most accurate at throwing crap into their basket <laughs> And then they have to buy the crap at the end, right? Otherwise, it doesn't even count. That's how you make this crap successful. Or we just shop the way we shop right now, you know? Click, Clickety-clickety-clack. This is as fast as I can type. Mm-hmm. I can I can scroll through thousands of items of inventory and on Amazon. Yeah, I, so I don't, have to, I don't have to walk anywhere. I can just sit there. It's faster. And that was what the Futurama going online thing really showed, is that you know, it sounds clever to walk in this digital mall from Barnes & Noble down to the clothing shop or whatever, but... That's so much slower and more unwieldy yeah. than just typing in Coles.com or whatever. Mm. While the move into VR was slightly confusing, given the continued appeal of Meta's array of social networking sites, which include Instagram and WhatsApp, the story still made sense. Meta is not just attempting to reconstitute the social dominance Facebook had in the 2000s and 2010s, but to usurp the, an, an entire industry. And in keeping with past insidious traditions of Facebook... Meta is still working to keep the public under constant surveillance. That's who you need to hit, the gamers. Well, I think you can go in here and like play mini golf or something like that. That's not there, what gamers want. There's though. some sort of, you know, there's some kind of games in the Meta Horizon world. So, there's a gaming aspect of it, but it's by no means cutting edge. It's by no means top tier. It's like an afterthought, right? Like, oh, you know, we better throw something in for the gamers. And of course, the other type that they're advertising to that they'll they'll want to pick up are these Twitter 
uh, uh, careers, careerists uh-huh. who want to work from home. In fact, sure. uh, in fact, a lot of the YouTubes that I'm seeing that cover Horizon, it's all about business meetings, right? And how to you know work around the office and to, you know how do you, how do you how do you bring up a link to this video so we can all watch it and you know how do you tabulate who's here and who's not? Um, so yeah, I think I think that's who they're they're really. Uh, trying to capitalize well, on I mean, are, are could it be, businesses. I mean, that's not a bad idea on its face, right? Like anybody that's had the work from home experience knows that a Zoom meeting is rife with problems, right? It's so so and so can't get their mic working, or the camera's not working for uh, you know this other guy over but that's, here. But you're going to have the same problem with this new this new problem. setup. Yeah. In fact, yeah. probably even more, especially especially right off the bat. Right. But yeah, I think I think more and more people are figuring out Zoom. I think if old no, gra- old, dude, old grandmas in the city hall meeting can figure it out, or the school no, board meeting, it's what- still bad. The people at the school board meeting have professional technicians setting that stuff up. People going to these meetings still are having trouble getting their mic. I mean, still we have a uh, NH exit meeting on uh, every Sunday for the uh, the people, the independent supporters, and every night, you know, it's not it's not uncommon for somebody to get in there that just cannot get their their mic or their video working. I think that's what Facebook wants to do is they want to be the Apple of metaverse technology. Plug right? and play. Yeah, because that's what you get with Apple, and that's why people mm-hmm. like it so much. Right. They don't have to set anything up; they just go buy this iPod, this Apple. Simple uh, hard drive, and they throw it on their desk, and their uh, their Apple laptop and their Apple phones. They automatically yeah. see it. They don't have to do anything. And Meta wants to create that sort of infrastructure for virtual reality. That's that's my impression to make it easier for people, so they don't have to tweak around with video settings and graphics settings. Because these are PC problems. This is why video uh, game players have no issue with setting up webcams and choosing microphones and stuff like that. Because we've been doing crap like that with computers our entire lives. Yeah. I've never owned any of this, but I've watched some playthroughs on YouTube of some of these games. I don't know any of the names of them, but some of them are pretty slick. I mean, they look yeah. really neat. I mean, walking around, picking things up and throwing them. And The technology is pretty impressive, and that's that's me speaking about playing it maybe three, four years ago now. Uh, and obviously, there's there are new, despite what Arya says about it not being a thing, I mean, they're still making these headsets. So somebody's, I presume somebody's buying them. Maybe, but I, uh, I don't know. When they... Release the Quest 2 or whatever, the $300 one here at Walmart. The big selling mm-hmm. point for it was that it supported Resident Evil 4. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know anyone out there. It's an old game. Yeah, right? it's an extremely old game. Well, that's probably about the best that the Oculus 2 could handle, or the Rift 2, whatever it was well, called. Well, the thing could is, really you handle. don't need, uh, with, with the virtual reality at least, at this point in the game, you don't need to have the next generation graphics for it to be an, a really fun experience. You don't, so, but you do need it to sort of help with the vertigo. I, it just depends on the tracking. I think some people you can't solve that problem. They're just they're never going to be able to use VR. There's just a certain segment of people that cannot hand, handle it. But if you're dealing with high quality equipment that has quick reaction, like to where when you turn your head, it turns at the same time, like within however many nanoseconds or milliseconds. If there's a delay in that, that's where the vertigo comes from. So the higher quality equipment shouldn't be causing those problems. Well, the PlayStation VR, you know, it not I. Doubt that it was low quality content, but then again, Skyrim wasn't designed for VR from the ground up. It was just something they sort of added to it. And well, play, PlayStation VR is old, old tech at this point, right? Like it's a decade, almost a decade old. Is it that Not old? Not quite. Like twenty fifteen, yeah, somewhere in there, I guess. Uh, but they just came out with the Quest Pro, which is a fifteen hundred dollar price Ooh. point. 
Now, they still have the other Quest, uh, which is 399 apparently. I mean, these are all pricey devices, but uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how this develops. Did you or someone you love work, live, or serve at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1988? If you or someone you know lived, served, or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1988 and has cancer, Parkinson's disease, or another serious health issue, they are entitled to compensation. To see if they are eligible, they need to call Liberty Legal. Contaminants in the drinking water have led to these serious diseases and legislation is now available for veterans and family members who may qualify for financial help from the government. There may be a time deadline, so don't wait. Call 888-918-1037. Anyone that has lived, worked, or served at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1988 and has had cancer, Parkinson's disease, or another serious health issue, the money is already set aside. 888-918-1037. 888-918-1037. Metaverse is know. a it's a it's a, a science fiction it's a cyber future type of a thing yeah it was created by a science fiction author i don't remember the name of the snow the snow snow piercer or something metaverse as a term is probably public domain i mean it's used in scientific circles i don't think you'd be able to claim trademark over the word metaverse yeah it's facebook snow, would have if they could have 1990s novel uh neil stevenson steve stevenson snow crash okay um but uh, yeah, this is this is this article, as I said in the in the break, is turning out just to be a this these people don't like Zuckerberg, and I don't think anyone does. I mean, He's, that's fine. We had to deal with Zuckerberg and Meta's nonstop puff pieces from the media for six months of the last year, so it's fine to have one that goes the opposite direction. And I don't know that they really cover the why the metaverse is not as popular as. They would want it to be. Uh, I do have some numbers here. We, we talked about them spending $15 billion on this project. And as of October, they only have 200,000 subscribers. And none of them have legs. But here's, and this is, I was talking about my gaming hub. Mm-hmm. Look at this. I mean, think it, think it, and it's on the internet somewhere. Right. Somebody already did it. But despite this attempt to gobble up the industry and explicitly use the metaverse to replace the internet, what meta is creating just isn't appealing. People who are buying Quest hardware are not using the Horizon Worlds platform. Instead, they are using, they are logging into popular platforms such as VR Chat and Rec Room. Mm-hmm. Rec Room alone has 5 million active users, wow. and I'm looking at it right now, and it's exactly what I was just describing. Really? It's, a, it's a room, a lobby, where gamers can go hang out, and they can chat, and they can strategize and do the whole nine. I don't know. 5 million may be inaccurate. I was just reading an article during the break. From, I don't remember the name of the company, but they, they were, they're one of the best ones able to look at how many active VR users there are each month. And they came up to about, well, they didn't say how many per month, but they said 5 million active users. Right. Sadly, they don't have legs either. In rec room? <laughs> no. It's probably what? too hard to do it. Why but, would it be that hard? I mean, e- even the worst video games I can think of manage to give the player legs. Yeah. They do look a lot better than Horizon characters, though, the, uh, the avatars. They, they look like, I don't know, they look like very, very cheerful, colorful Lego Lego people without, without legs. Like Minecraft? It, it, no, even better. It's crisp. This is some crisp gra- graphics right going it's, on right here. Okay. They, they do look better. Okay. Yeah. It's, Look, I get the whole no legs thing. I mean, I'm not a programmer for this, but it would seem to be 
unnecessarily complicated. You wouldn't necessarily know exactly where the leg should be. It probably they probably tried it and it probably just looked awkward. Wonky. Yeah. It probably looked really weird. And so they said, you know what? All of this looks wonky and weird though. You know what? I don't want legs. I want tank treads. <laughs> I want a I don't know. I want like a hoverboard. I mean you ought to have that option, right? That's the whole point of this VR crap. Why why are you working on programming legs? Why don't you program me some tank treads or a unicycle or something like that? Yeah. But that, you gotta, that would be that would be better. But, Good you gotta, idea. but you have to pay extra for that. Well see, they've lost me again. I did try on, I believe it was the original Oculus. It still had the the wires coming off the back of it, the one that I tried. And it was really impressive. I mean, there's there's no doubt about they it. They are. It was, it was yeah. really cool. Uh, Conan, have you ever tried any of these things, these virtual realities? Way back when someone's iPhone or something. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. With strapped the, in the goggles, yeah, and yeah. I about Google puked. Cardboard. Took me about 15 seconds, and I almost puked. Yeah, it, was tr- a ro- it was a roller coaster. We tried that here. Yeah, I don't know if you were here that night, but we, we did do that. We got the Google Cardboard, which was this foldable cardboard cutout thing that you could fold into VR goggles, and then you s- inserted your iPhone or your Google Android in, into, uh, the, the, into the, the cardboard, and then you ran, like you said, it was like a... A, a simulator, yeah. And I've heard of these. I've never tried it. It's a, you know, proof of concept. I actually can... have a couple. I picked them up trying to, you know, sell them on Craigslist or something. They're real nice. I mean, heavy duty, and you slide your phone in there. Oh, there are some like plastic ones too, but you literally could get the cardboard version where you fold yeah. the thing up. And so it was just like a proof of concept of oh, you can do Google or you can do uh, virtual reality without spending, you know, right. more than okay. ten bucks for this thing and so this was before anybody had oculus i mean you could get oculus but it was expensive and if you didn't want to put the money into it you could try virtual reality and okay you put we put it down i'm trying to determine here i'm still on rec rooms page i'm trying to determine whether you even need a vr set no you don't no no i told you earlier you can do it on your phone yeah i mean that's all right that that right there is also good to know right so now they're they can you can get even more participation from the normies yeah that's what i was trying to tell you invested that's not what meta and facebook want though they don't they don't want you to be able to access this using just any laptop or any web browser or whatever they want to drive they want to sell their hardware first of all yeah but we have we're talking about how do you get people in the door how do you get them in the house you have to make it open to everyone and then eventually People will see all my buddies had the VRs and I'm the only one. I'm the only right. one out. Or and they, and can, they're always claiming how great it is. Right. Or you give some sort of bonus to the VR user. Right. Like you give them some sort of thing that the other people. I mean, obviously the experience. Yeah. Is like tank, like tank treads. Right, right. Something like that. Some sort of extra. But like, I don't see the benefit of this versus just using a discord server to hang out with your gaming buddies well now that's where the user experience if there's anybody out there listening who wants to comment would be useful right like uh, there's supposedly millions of users of these vr chats in the rec rooms or whatever there's apparently a lot of people that are into this so they could explain it right we're we're having a tough time getting it but there's probably a reason for this are you you've played world of warcraft yeah, you know, I, I'm you know several, the, I quit my old Discord account because I was sick of the gaming obligations that were being thrown at me. Yeah, but I mean, you get on World of Warcraft on some of the servers that I was a part of, and you Friday night, everyone's hanging out at the spot, and everyone's just... I'm ch- to say, every- I've never in my life played World of Warcraft on a Friday night. 
Everyone, well, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm more nerdy than you. So, I mean, but you, but you have, I don't know. But yeah, there so, were was, certainly days that were busier than others. Yeah, they're not like raiding the opposition. Everyone's hanging out and at Just some chatting. at some spot and chatting, Outside and they're, ju- they're, they're yeah. jumping off of things. Some guy is purposely spawned into a level one, and he's jumping off the cliff so he, he can spell out something at, with his dead corpses. Yeah. As, that stuff you can't do in a in a chat room is what you're saying. There's a there's an experience to having the the VR or just the virtual experience or whatever. Yeah, and everyone's everyone's showing off their swag. Mm-hmm. You know, this is where you you hang out and you, you bought your fancy outfit or your hairstyle or whatever, and you yeah. want people to see it. Yeah, but none of the stuff you get in World of Warcraft or any other online game is going to show up in this rec room. There's just a certain type of person that enjoys the. Let's just say the creative expression of being able to have an avatar for themselves that doesn't necessarily look like them, right? They can dress up however they want As to. As a unicorn. And, or whatever. A furry. A furry or, yeah. you know, a skeleton. I mean, I or, totally get that. Yeah. But I can get all of that in an actual video game. I can make my World of Warcraft There's character look however games. I want it to look. There are apparently games that you can play in this. Thing. Now, as you mentioned earlier, the reason I don't play World of Craft any longer is because of the uh the the time the time sink yeah and, I, and when other people expect you to be somewhere so you can all raid together on friday or saturday whenever you play that's like no and this is why i'm a single player only these days because i can turn the damn thing off, off. no obligation. whenever i want to no obligation i don't i, you know, I don't owe anyone There's anything no social aspect to it but some people See, that's why some PvP. people love that yeah i agreed no no okay. no care bear service for me well, I mean, do, even the arenas in World of Warcraft, they were great because I could just go online, find an arena buddy. We do some arenas. When I'm done, I'm done. You know, there's no obligation. Hey, where were you this last Wednesday night? You weren't online. Mm, I, I was looking yeah. for you. I don't need that in my but life. Still, yeah, but Arya, once you, once you, this, this random dude, this rando, you, you start all of a sudden. He's expecting you to be on Friday. He's like, oh, dude, you were so good. Look at our score, man. Look at our rank. I need you. I need you. Everyone else sucks. You remember where I just said I deleted <laughs> my old Discord account because of crap like that, right? right. I, I, right, I'm, right I'm good, right. man. It, once gaming stops being fun and it becomes this sort of obligation. A chore. A chore. Yeah, That's I, no I'm fun. out. Done. Yeah. There's a reason that even though I was super excited about the release of Wrath of the Lich King Classic, World of Warcraft going back to its roots to its most popular expansion, I have not touched it. Since it launched, and I'm not going to, because it's there's no way for me to interact with that without simultaneously recreating all of those o- other obligations because of how all of my Battle.net accounts and my Discord accounts, all of that crap is tied together. It's just it's not worth it to me. The other thing that I think people um, like about these virtual worlds, whether it be the VR chat or Rec Room or uh what was the one that came before all of this uh I'm losing it at the moment second life second life thank you which still exists. which it still exists uh it's been around for 20 years or something like that it's still going so it's a tremendous success Are, aren't story. people still playing ultima wouldn't surprise me but the thing that i think the one of the and, things, and ever and everquest one <laughs> one of them wouldn't surprise me either but one of the uh things that i think some people really like is the creation aspect of this right where you can build a thing you can build your virtual world vision is be someone part, else build well there's the be someone else but there's address how you want but there's also you can build your own house or club or this place for people to come to and hang out in virtual reality and there's some people that really get into it they really spend a lot of time how does that. the online experience in uh, minecraft work 
Is it all? Oh, it's fantastic. Is, is it all that's one the big? Game I'm is it all these days, one right? big server? Everyone's on the same server. I think there's different servers. There are different there? servers. I have one, and like me and some friends from work play, and we pop on, we do some stuff. Occasionally, another person's online. We drop off. There's no one's ever obligated to come online and do a thing. It's it's great. That's the way gaming should be. Let's go to the phones and talk to Major Payne in Michigan. Go ahead, Major. You speak of the war. I assume you're talking about the Ukraine. No. no. Talking about the civil war between the Democrats and the Republicans. Oh, all right, all right. Well, I kind of smell trouble rising, too. Sewer gas is getting a mite thick. And, and where but, do you uh, stand in the political spectrum? Which, which side of the aisle? Probably conservative, I'm thinking. Well, I'm certainly not going to be defending any black flies. Black flies. I don't know what that means. Don't know what it means. Well, black I- lives matter. Black flies splatter. I definitely don't think that Major Payne counts as a conservative, though. I mean, a conservative calling into this show would never refer to me as she, and Major Payne does that. Mm. Hmm. That's a good point. The conservatives are a bit kind of... What's that? I said I I refer to her her as she presents herself. Fair enough. Thank you. So, Major, what were you calling about tonight? Well, I just heard some stuff fall out of Joe Biden's mouth and made my jaw drop. What are you saying? About now? a week ago, I, I called in. I told you about that fifteen to nothing vote about him trying to make the vaccine mandatory among school children. Yeah, the CDC voted that way. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. Well, tonight, Bo Biden he pops out with that. Uh, everybody five and up that's had the shot is now recommended to have a booster once a year, just like the flu shot. That's surprise, word. surprise. Oh, we knew that. We yeah. knew this was coming. Yeah, I know we did, but like. They didn't, right? The the masses out there, they 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 pretended not to yeah. understand what was coming, and we told them, and they laughed and called us crazy conspiracy theorists. Parents, mm-hmm. get your kids out of these schools. This is just Best this is just do. one more reason to get your kids out of school, unless you want Katy Perry eye. Oh my if god! That, if, that's, if that's what you want, <laughs> you got to talk. You got to explain that now, Conan. So this is new. This is just this happened yesterday, I think. Katy Perry, who's a, who's a singer, a pop singer, she's kind of pretty, also kind of wacky up on stage, and she's looking at the audience, and one of her eyes just kind of droops closed. Now, was mm-hmm. she, like, singing? She no, was, she was she was, she, was, she was in between songs, and yeah. she's just staring at the audience, and one of her eyes just slowly droops closed, <laughs> her right eye, and it's the strangest thing, and she kind of taps the side of her face yep, and then to try to get her up. eye to open back. It opens up, and it closes, closes again. again. You guys brought up conspiracy theories a minute ago. You got to remember, even crazy as Alex Jones is, he was right like 98% of the time. I don't know about 98% of the time, but he was certainly right some of the time. Yeah, control. People remember his hits. People, it's it's like Nostradamus, right? You know, like sometimes he got something right and they don't remember all the failures. Same thing with Alex Jones. He's made a lot of promises, a lot of predictions over the years, but uh, a lot of them don't come true. His full-length documentary films were always among his best work. Like the Obama deception and stuff like that. I don't want to take any of that away from him. He's done amazing work. There's no doubt about it. I'm just waiting for interdimensional uh, clockwork elves uh, to show themselves to, pro- to, to, prove that, to prove that Alex was more DMT, dude. To prove that Alex was right all along. Take the DMT, bro. That's all it takes. <laughs> Apparently. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I've that's what DMT, I've heard. I, don't know. I didn't see the clockwork. Elves, I've never but... gone that far. But I do mean, I have to waiting, go ahead? Major. You're waiting for who to show themselves? The, the, inter- the interdimensional clockwork elves that he's always ranting going on about that actually are over oh, in the corner controlling everything. 
I've only heard him like a dozen times. One of my buddies is an Adam fan, so every now and then I'll get a couple, three hours of him. But uh, I'm not, I'm not familiar with that. Well, supposedly they're they're here amongst us. We just can't see them unless we are imbibing and taking the correct uh, substances. Just because somebody had the vaccine and then dies doesn't mean the vaccine caused their death, but it sure is because it's, you know, I know correlation is not equal causation, causation, but, you know, at a certain point where there's smoke, there's fire, you know, both of these, both of these idioms are true to an extent, but you know, if you give this vaccine to 50,000 people and 50,000 people drop dead, no, you're right. That doesn't mean that the vaccine killed those 50,000 people. It means it's very likely that it did, but you can never know know for sure with 100% certainty what killed those 50,000 people. Right. And that's the fallback that these vaccine manufacturers will always have to lean back on and say, look, we, we're not responsible for this. We can't prove that the vaccine killed them. What would it take? To prove that the vaccine killed someone, dropping dead at the injection site, because that happened. That just, it happens, too. <laughs> it, it literally happened. But remember, yet, remember they're early, still saying, well, we don't know it was the vaccine. Remember an early, real early on that nurse who like collapsed like, yeah. like two minutes after she got the shot? I never knew what happened to her afterwards. Well, she didn't die of the vaccine. She 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 fainted. Well, there's no proof that she fainted because of the vaccine, right. Conan. Well, it was I don't know. Two minutes after the jab, yeah, and all of a sudden, that's not evidence, right? It isn't. So with the uh, the Katy Perry thing, some people are claiming it was just her false eyelashes that were getting hooked together. Uh, her it, eye drooped slowly shut. <laughs> it wasn't like she was blinking her eyes and one of them got caught. Right, yeah. The, the one eye closes, not both eyes were, were closing in that case. But and Yeah, I, I've worn mascara and fake eyelashes. That was that was not what's going on here. And, and Bonnie, we For asked sure. her before the show, and she said, no way. That's no. not what. That's not so what I, and I, and I don't think it was Bell's palsy either. And I don't know that it has anything to do with the no. vaccine or whatnot, but I know it wasn't eyelash glue either. <laughs> no, I, think, was... I think the Katy Perry bot had a glitch and she had to tap some some sense back into her little noggin there because she was clueless she i mean she I was she was out of it just staring at the crowd like that for like almost well, 30 seconds well, to be fair if i was doing a performance of some type and my eye just closed by itself and i couldn't reopen it i would be clueless too and wouldn't know what else to do except stand there and try not to freak out which was only going to cause more panic i would i would have turned my back to the uh, audience so they wouldn't see any of it unless in, oh and we were talking during the break unless this is an intentional stunt to get us talking about that. Katy Perry, because well, guess what we're doing? Talking about Katy Perry. <laughs> well, she has not addressed it, but apparently in the past she did address a uh, an issue with her eye, this wonky eye. She says, I have a wonk eye as well, and I used to be worried about it. Then a bunch of my fans created a fandom over my wonk eye. What is I a even, wonk eye? I even have a fandom that calls itself Katie's Wonk oh, uh, Eye. That's a lazy eye. She says, okay. it's my right eye, so just celebrate all that stuff. Don't worry about it. Anyway, let's go to the phones here. Let's talk to Renee on the line in Louisiana. Go ahead, Renee. Yeah, I want someone to speak about uh, the comment Kanye West said. I mean... Uh, you yeah. know, I got four things to to kind of ponder about that. How, how could he have said it differently without it being controversial? I think I think I think he came back like the next day and he said he misspoke and he says he wishes the black community was more like the Jewish community and that's what he meant. So he could have said that the first time around. He also did clarify on a Piers Morgan interview that we watched some clips from off the air last night. 
uh, where when he was finally given the chance to really clarify what he was saying, he did point out that he's referring to the specific power-seeking type of Jewish people, those that are in these positions of recorded executives and and other elites. You mean like the bank that dropped him? The bankers, that sort of thing. Yes. But in so that not, case, the, the fact that they're so, Jewish becomes irrelevant. So his mistake was just going off against uh, an entire, Jews. Yeah, going going after an entire people. He should have he should have been should have clarified. I'm yeah. talking about the the corporate banksters and the but of course he Hollywood had no chance moguls. to clarify because he was deleted from well not deleted but restricted on Twitter. How do you so like that? He wasn't able to post any any follow ups. You know later on two days later or whatever. Well, if he hadn't drunkenly tweeted this at <laughs> three o'clock in the morning or whatever, he could have posted a follow up within a few minutes. But instead, he tweeted this and then went to bed. But it has given us the you know the view into just showing. Uh, the level of oppression that is out there once again. I mean, we've seen this time and time again with Donald Trump being taken off of Twitter and Facebook, and and now they're going after the most popular yep. rap artist, you know, in in history, probably. But uh, but uh, on the one hand, at first, before he clarified himself, it sounds like the usual, not necessarily fascist, stereotypical comment. And on the other hand, what he did kind of sounds like marginally an apology. However, he could have used some, like, you know what? I think some, because I watch the History Channel, and uh, I see a lot of Jewish people dominate the movie stuff, so I know I'm kind of right. Some, not all. You know, I mean, because they're not the, uh, how can I put it? Like my stepdad, he was a boat captain, you know, the, Work at McDonald's Variety, they're high-profile, got well-paid jobs and pretty well-educated, but that don't mean ever all of them. But how could he have put it? He did, but how he, could he have put it in a uh, in the first place without stepping on any toes? Well, I, mean, I think we already answered that. I mean, yeah, he, he could have targeted the bankers. A, a, yeah, more, the, po- a more politically correct uh Rant. Yeah, he, he instead of going off at a, you know, maybe he was drunk, as Arya suggested, at 3 a.m. and posting about uh, Death Con 3 for the Jews, he could have been a little more specific. Sarah is on the line in New Mexico. Go ahead, Sarah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Am I? Okay. Here. Sarah, I'm so oh, happy I'm... you got a new phone recently. She got a new phone? Uh, didn't she? I mean, the quality is so much better than it was like it is, a month it is, ago. If she can just talk straight. No, it's a, I just get off the speaker. It's the same dumb phone. Oh, uh, the, the speaker well, phone. Well, stop a huge doing difference. the speaker thing then. Yeah. You need to talk to us on the phone because it's clearer. We well, can understand I got, you. I, well, I have to put on – well, I got off the speaker now, but um, I made a – I mean, I have a hypothesis that ginseng will help with diabetes. How so? So – so it's one of the ingredients and one of the shakes that help the diabetes. Uh, so it's just uh, one of the. You mean one of the shakes you sell in your network marketing company? <laughs> yeah, but I'm not supposed to talk about that. That's right? because yeah. you probably that. can't make the claim legally that the shake helps with diabetes. So unless tell me what. Hold on, unless it's that. insulin. <laughs> Unless the shake is made out of insulin and you're injecting it into your veins, it's probably not 
a legal thing to do. So that's why you have to be real dodgy here, Sarah, because the FDA will likely come after you and your company if you make health claims about products. But, that but she's have... not a health professional. Can she even say that di- no, uh, insulin not. is the right way to go? Uh, th- that's my question, Sarah. Uh, this is a hypothesis, yeah. right? So you've got some scientific well, yeah, basis yeah, yeah. for this. What is the scientific evidence that you have that suggests to you that ginseng helps with diabetes? Okay, this is my clue is that ginseng, we all know that it gives you energy. Ginseng has been known for thousands of years with energy boost and endurance. So therefore, your craving to eat more carbs or more sugar for energy gets diminished. So then it helps your blood sugar level. Instead of running, wanting to go out and eat a muffin or a bowl of pizza, uh, pasta or sugar when you have this craving, when you already get these energies from ginseng, it keeps you away from the carbs, carbohydrates, that will give you high, high sugar levels. Well, I, I agree with to- all that. Well, yeah, that but that's very that different sounds- from saying that ginseng is going to help people's blood sugar levels. Well, but that's it. But that's that's exactly my whole point. Is that when you derive energy from vitamin B from other sources that give you energy, you have less craving to go out and put, you know, to uh, how do you say, increase your blood sugar levels, and that is dangerous for a diabetic. You okay. don't want to have a high sugar in the, in your blood. Let me explain so Americans to you, though, Sarah. Uh, it's it's not because they want energy that Americans are consuming massive amounts of sugar. It's because they're fat and lazy and stupid. <laughs> it really won't matter whether the Democrats or the Republicans take office because they're both going to make the government bigger. The Republicans are still of the mindset that if they only elect their guys, that things are going to turn around in D.C. and the government's going to get less you know, less bad and so on and so forth. And it's just like, hello, Republicans, don't you remember what happened when you were in charge? Your guys were in charge during both the Bush and the Trump administrations. What happened? More war. More? Well, under Trump, not, not so not much. Not so much. But, but, uh, he, bombs, but more he, bombed some, he bombed some people, too. Government right off, didn't right get smaller. Syria, I think, was, uh, was his big thing. They didn't collect less tax. The government didn't get smaller. No, but he, he did bigger. actually uh, put on the Supreme Court conservative judges. I mean, from a Republican standpoint, Donald Trump should be considered the most pr- successful president they've ever had. He actually appointed conservative Supreme Court justices versus George W. Bush, who didn't. Maybe. But you know who wins in all of this? This article that worked? Well, that too. But I mean, big media. Because when they come out with these with these stories mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, your your opposition is, you know, going to destroy you. Or look at these poll numbers. Look, they're winning or we're losing or whatever. That's what promotes the divide that we're seeing. We need, 80% of people who think things are doomed. We can fix this for you. Give us more money for ads, for advertisements. Big media wins. Because mm-hmm. you know, if it bleeds, it leads. If it's a war, if it's a political um, uh, uh, season. Politics are big money for big media. Absolutely. I mean, a ton of money. Absolutely. So this could be all bunk. I mean, do you, it, I mean, we don't... I know... I. Do do you see this when you go to the store? Are there people fighting each other in the in the in the parking lot? Well, no, they're armed in New Hampshire. It'd be crazy to start a fight. Or do you? But well, do even we then, see? St- but that's just that's just not how people are in person, right? That's right. Yeah. The, the, most of the people I work with are not libertarians. Uh, they're not Republicans. Most of them are Democrats, and I get along with them just fine. It, but but it's, maybe it's not. 
the world that they're weaving about all of this hatred and stuff like that, it's almost like a a parallel reality, similar to social media, mm-hmm. except it does impact the real world. Exactly. And maybe that's what this is all about. It's just social, the social uh, internet presence where people are saying things that they would never say in real life. But now that this is such a big part of our lives now, this internet presence, the metaverse, mm-hmm. uh, that people are saying things that they would never say before. So it's always been like this. You just listened to the new extended Free Talk Live Daily Digest. We felt this format was more appropriate for our podcast audience and decided to make it our official podcast. If you subscribe to the Daily Digest or full episode RSS feeds, please resubscribe to the main FTL podcast feed, which you can find at feeds.freetalklive.com. The other feeds rely on a third-party service, and though they'll have the same content, we can't be sure how long they'll stay online. If you still want the entire radio show, you can listen live every night from 7 to 10 Eastern at freetalklive.com. Full video archives are at video.freetalklive.com or tune into our 24-7 stream for the latest show at listen.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live's amps will continue to receive the full two-hour radio show with no recorded commercials via podcast through Patreon. So please join amps.freetalklive.com for just $5 a month. Thank you for listening to and sharing Free Talk Live. 